All right, back from watching Across the Spider-Verse. Did you watch it, Jem? I did, and based on what books are selling, some of y'all did too. Back at the table to discuss the hottest books in the world, some of which were trending so hard weeks ago they graduated to this list this week. Hit the like and subscribe, and Jem is going to hit you at number 10. Coming in at number 10, we have one of those trending books that made it to the hot 10, Nick Fury Goodness with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. issue number 1. 1968, Jim Steranko Goodness leveraging his unique art style, incorporating surrealism and psychedelics into comic book storytelling. We have multiple grade points up over the recent 12-month average, and a show that's going to be headlining Nick Fury, Samuel L. Jackson, in coming weeks. Secret Invasion drops on June 21st. It's the next MCU project. I recently read the Omnibus to get myself mentally prepared for what they could do in this series, and we've got those multiple grade points that Tom mentioned, starting with the CGC 7.5 that's trending up over the last 12 months. It sold for $180, putting it 3% up, the 9.0 up 13%, and then you have the 9.8 that sold for $3,399, 1% up, but still maintaining that average. The highest this book reached at a 9.8 was back during the comic boom 2021 where it sold for $5,200 and there's only 60 copies graded at a 9.8. This is a tough book to secure in high grade. And if you want to get your Nick Fury fix, there was a recent issue number one by Al Ewing you have to pick up. This came out at the end of May. It's a one shot, not an ongoing, so I recommend you pick it up and it tells stories of the different Nick Furies in Marvel lore. Moving on to number nine on the list, we have Batman 251, a classic Neil Adams cover, which doesn't need any outside media to become a key or make its way onto the hot 10. You can find books like this by artist category over on Key Collector or even by character. I encourage the community to download the best comic app in existence, Key Collector Comics, available for both Androids and iPhones. Use code TOM101 to unlock a free two-week subscription and support the show. Now, this is a key because this is the moment that many look at as the revitalization of Joker as a character, moving on from the kind of comedic relief as a villain to a more homicidal maniac, a villain to be feared, not laughed at. And when you think about this slate that's coming, yes, Joker 2 is on its way, but James Gunn dabbling in the DCU means that there's a good chance that he's going to leverage this character at some point. But when is the question? And which books are going to spike accordingly? Well, this book is clearly on the list for good reason, and we'll get to that. But I I also want to point out a couple others. I think of issues like Detective 880, a classic jock cover, or we have Batman Killing Joke, one of the best comic book stories by Alan Moore ever written. It definitely feels like a long-term play, and because Joker's real first appearance is so hard to obtain, it makes sense that you have multiple Joker keys that you can spec on, this being one of them. We have a CGC 3.0 that sold for $230, 8% above its 12-month average. The 7.0 sold for $700. The 8.0 sold for $1,000. And then we have the 8.5 that sold for $1,200, 12% above its average. Now, this book is very difficult to secure in high grade. There's only 27 copies graded at a 9.8, and the last 9.8 sale took place just this past April, this year, for $33,000. Moving on to number eight, we have Amazing Spider-Man 78, the first appearance of The Prowler, but also Hobie Brown. Multiple reasons to spec on this Spider-Verse key. A Spider-Man key issue that would become a double key issue later on when that character that was originally the Prowler was also made to be Spider-Punk in that Spider-Verse narrative. We have 1,656 of these on the CGC census, and that's 243 more since this made number 9 on the trending list December 29th. 
The record high this book reached back in 2021 was $10,800. The most recent 9.8 sold March of this year, well before the debut of Across the Spider-Verse, to the tune of $5,040. And I think that price may go up solely because there's only 18 copies graded at a 9.8 on the census. That, and to be honest, I wasn't a big Spider-Punk fan going into this movie, and I think he absolutely stole the show by the end. And take a look at this. You think that 9.8 count is soft. We have a 9.6 clocking in only 34 copies, which is one less than the last time we chatted about this. And speaking of which, there's one new 9.8. I suspect somebody cracked a 9.6, pressed it, and got that 9.8. Congratulations. That's what it looks like. The CGC 6.5 sold for $188, 3% above its 12-month average. The 7.5 is up 57%. The 8.0 up 2%, and the 9.0 just sold for $700. Spoiler warning on this comic book, but we gotta talk about it. There are multiple reasons why the Prowler is spiking this week. Whether it be the live-action introduction of not just Donald Glover into the Across the Spider-Verse movie as seemingly the Prowler, but we also have a ending that is being set up to connect to Beyond the Spider-Verse, the third movie in the franchise that's coming out next year, that is going to take the lead antagonist, not just Spot, but an evil Miles Morales as the Prowler. Not to mention the fact that as little as six months ago, we got word that Donald Glover was going to be tied to do a hypno-hustler film, which next to Madam Web and an R-rating Craven film, May seem plausible, but the rumor was that he was actually going to be doing a Prowler-led film, and after Across the Spider-Verse, it's seeming like that rumor may be true. Moving on to number seven on the list now, Deadpool 3 doesn't come out until November of next year, but this seems like the book that the community has gravitated towards. Wolverine number one, it was number one last week on the Hot 10, coming in at number seven. Coming out in 1982, Frank Miller goodness, the first Wolverine solo series outside of any other titles. And we have a book that has been spiking largely because of Deadpool 3. We found out that Hugh Jackman was going to be reprising his role. We're hearing that there may be other X-Men from like the Fox days that may have a renaissance on screen with Hugh Jackman. However, for how long that this has been pushed out, I suspect that the prices has members thinking that this may be an optimal time to buy a comic book that they know long-term is going to be a safe bet. 13 more slabs added to the census since we talked about this book last week, bringing that number close to 21,000. The 9.8 has an extra copy as well. There's 3,768 of them on that census. And even though it had an all-time record high of $1,365 in April of 2021, its last GPA sale did land at 675, and that was June this year. And it's that reason why I think members are starting to buy this book aggressively. And keep in mind, there's a lot of copies coming back from CGC, whether it be from grading or the recent Frank Miller signing. The 7.0, you can get for under 100 bucks. Sold for $86 this past week for an increase of 4%. The 8.0 is up 8%. The 9.0 is up 5%, and the 9.2 up 3%. And then we have the 9.4 that sold for $200, 4% above its 12-month average. And like I mentioned, November of next year, still a lot of time to pick up this very affordable key. And moving on to number six on the list with Star Wars Heir to the Empire issue number one. The first appearance of Grand Admiral Thrawn Ahsoka Tano leading her own series so soon has so many members buying this book now, largely because it is down so much. The calm before the storm possibly, because I think that the value of this comic book is going to heavily depend on how much Grand Admiral Thrawn is even utilized in the series. 
This is definitely another one of those long-term plays, but it's making its way on the hot 10 because it's consistently having sales performing above that 12-month average, starting with the 9.0, which sold for $150, putting it 7% up. The 9.2 is up 11%, and the 9.6 sold for $425, 20% higher. Let's take a look at the newsstands because they're selling aggressively, and they're selling for more than I think they should. 252 for a 9.0 is an increase of, yes, 42% when you compare it over the last 12 months. But an increase of $100 to a direct market 9.0, ah, that doesn't seem right to me. And then we have a 9.6 selling for $750, near $300 more than the direct market counterpart. That's an increase of 22%. And I could be convinced kind of that a 9.6 of this book should be worth more than the standard direct market copy, but the newsstand bump has been reserved for the highest of grades, 9.8 for comic history, except for now during a down adjusted market. I think the comic fam needs to get their newsstand straight. 9.6 at best, 9.8 for sure. Anything less, it's the same book. That barcode shouldn't adjust the price. I remember the times where the newsstand only commanded a premium in 9.8, but things got a little crazy a couple years ago. There's 27 more slabs on the census since we talked about this book last week, bringing that total to 2,726. Now, the record high 9.8 sale was 2,300 back in June of 2021. The most recent GPA sale puts it under a grant. There's a total of 377 copies graded on the census, six brand new 9.8s clocked in since we chatted about this just last week, and a $936 9.8 sale under $1,000 is why I think this book is hot as hell, largely because the show's about to begin. However, seeing this book under $1,000 has a lot of people looking at it seriously, and I think much like other books on this very list, Now's the time to consider buying a book that isn't going to drop much lower than it already has. And speaking of Ahsoka Tano, moving on to number five, we have her first appearance in Star Wars, The Clone Wars, issue one. Just over 24,000 copies of this book were printed, and it is on some crappy-ass paper. The 9.0 sold for $7.50 for an increase of 8%. The 9.2 is up 9%. The 9.6 is up 9%. And then we have a 9.8 that just sold for $2,050. That's an increase of 4 where this book was selling under $2,000 all year long. 21 more slabs added to the CGC census since we talked about this book just two weeks ago, but there's still only 1,550 total. 12 more 9.8s with a record high sale of $3,990 June of 2021. The last GPA sale, just over 2000 the book is down by half. I want to know what the community thinks about this comic so close to the series premiere, considering that we typically see lulls right before the debut. It's either going to go up or down, but this is a pricey comic book. Not to mention the fact that the newsstand 9.2 is trending above a direct market 9.2, and I don't like that either. The 9.2 sold for $1,600 this past week. That's an increase of 4% when you compare it over the recent 12 months. However... That right there is near double what the direct market 9.2 is selling for. We're seeing the press ramp up as we near closer to the show's debut with Empire Magazine doing two covers, both featuring Ahsoka, but one featuring the silhouette of Grand Admiral Thrawn. The success of this season is going to highly determine what happens within Ahsoka season two. Rosario Dawson's actually using the word manifesting in her interviews, saying that she is trying to put it out to the universe that there will be a season two of Ahsoka Tano. And that's going to determine really where this book's going to go, but larger than that, where Grand Admiral Thrawn in Heir to the Empire 
Empire as well, considering that the movie, which is slated for a little ways out, will likely feature him as the big bad. Which brings us over to number four on the list, a book that seems to have been on the list almost every single week of this year, Omega Men 3, The First Appearance of Lobo. We've tallied it up, comic fam, and considering that there has been virtually zero spec besides wishful thinking for this character to be introduced into the new James Gunn DCU, Omega Men 3, the first appearance of Lobo, has ranked 15 different times on the hot 10, different numbers, out of the 23 weeks we've done this video this year. Hit the subscribe button. Now, when it comes to Jason Momoa, we're probably not going to find out anything until after Aquaman, The Lost Kingdom, which debuts in December of this year. And that makes sense because Aquaman is the final non-James Gunn movie. It's so close, a major blockbuster film. And any type of announcements of a actor taking on a different character within universe would likely only cannibalize the film. This book made the list two weeks ago and it came in at number six. 66 more slabs added to the census since then, bringing that total close to 8,500. We have a 9.0 selling for $90, 7% above its 12 month average. The 9.4 is up 40% and the 9.8 sold for 391, 17% above. I want to hear what the community thinks in the comment section below because I'm getting strong patience vibes on a book like this. It is so far out that members are strictly paying an inflated amount right now because of FOMO. Don't get it twisted. We just had a near $400 9.8 sale, but the last GPA sale was for $336 for the same graded book. Members are paying a little bit more in the off chance that something happens during the interim when I think that this book may drop a little bit more before any signs of Lobo actually happens. Moving on to number three, we have a true first appearance here, Incredible Hulk 180, the first cameo appearance of Wolverine. You're watching this while I am currently in Texas, Dallas Fan Expo, doing whatnot streams all weekend, and debuting my boys number two, Ivan Tao, Billy Butcher versus Homelander. Join me on the best app to buy and sell collectibles all weekend. Link in the description, not just for my whatnot page, but Gem Mints as well, because Gem, you got something crazy going on next week. Yeah, and make sure you're following me over there as well. I'm going live this Wednesday for Whatnot Wednesday, and they did such a good job with Spider-Man 2099 in the Across the Spider-Verse movie, I thought it'd be a good time to give away the omnibus. Jem was reading that omnibus moments before we hit the mic today. <laughs> Is that what you do, Jem? You got to get your fix in before you do the giveaway? Man, I just try to find the time wherever I can and read a few issues here and there. And now we're back to Hulk 180, the first appearance in cameo of Logan, the Wolverine, one of the biggest Bronze Age books of all time. And it's also intriguing to think about how many times Hulk 180 has made the hot 10 this year, two different times versus only three times Hulk 181 made it. We have Wolverine hype with Deadpool 3 incoming, but what we also have here is a first cameo appearance of a beloved character that's down by more than half. Let's go through all the high-grade copies of this book to demonstrate the adjustment period that we are in. The 9.0 had a height reach to $5,000 back in 2021. Last sale, May of this year, sold for half, 2500 The 9.2 had its heights reached of 5000 also in May 2021. Couldn't really keep up with the 9.0, and that sold for $2,400 this past June of this year. The 9.4 had its heights reached of $9,000 in April 2021. The most recent sale was $3,400 April of this year. The 9.6 had its heights reached in 2021 of $12,000. The most recent, 9.6, $6,500. 
June of this year, and then 9.8, which there's a caveat with this one because the printing quality, the color vibrancy all play a role, you know, page quality, et cetera. But the record high was $40,800. That was a white pager that sold on heritage auctions back in 2021. The most recent 9.8 sale clocked in at $24,000 April of this year. Which is why we're seeing so many sales now. A 1.8 selling for $399, which is 6% above average. The 5.0 is up 30%. The 7.5 is up 26%. The 9.0 up 13. The 9.2 up 6. And the 9.6 selling for 6,500, which is 7% above that average. This book at any convention is always going to be a wall book, just like 181, a blue chip bronze age key that's so respected that people are always hunting for it despite prices. However, seeing the books down so much, I suspect have members looking at it very seriously for possibly long-term investment. We know the X-Men are going to be incorporated to the MCU eventually, but how soon is still the question. And when this book is selling for 50% lower than it has in three years, it makes sense why it's trending so far up on our list this week. Bringing us to number two on the list, another one that's coming over from the trending list, we have ROM, issue number one, the first appearance of ROM, an affordable key issue in 9.8 that Marvel happened to just be publishing a facsimile edition and an omnibus and how did they not call it the romnibus i mean they did it for the marvel's omnibus then omnibus come on man going from the trending to the hot 10 to number two on the hot 10 seems almost preposterous but when you look at the numbers it's going to make sense because much like other books on this list the prices are only going to adjust so much and with this new marvel news i think people are looking at the prices they freaking love rom and they're deciding to buy now because why not? It's not going to drop much more than it already has. The 9.2, you can pick up for $64, and that's an increase of 19%. The 9.4 is up 25%. The 9.6, which, by the way, had six different sales this past week, all outperformed the recent 12 months, is up 42%. And the 9.8 just clocked in a $310 sale for an increase of 27%. Eight 9.8s outsold the 12-month average. And when you consider a $300 cost on a book that came out in 1979, realistically, how much will this book ever drop to before it just gets bought out by every member of the community? When you think about there only being 568 copies in total graded at a 9.8. And the last sale in the 9.8 was just $280. The newsstand isn't even much further out of reach. We had a $400 sale, which is still 12% above its 12-month average. Subscribe. Like the video. We need your support, Comic Fam. And the number one hottest book in the world is an ASM homage to AF-15, a major symbiote key. In fact, it's the first time we ever saw Peter Parker don the black costume. Amazing Spider-Man 252, which has potential for not only the upcoming Spider-Man 2 video game, but also rumors that we may see the symbiote in the MCU in the upcoming Avengers Secret Wars movie. Let's not forget about Eddie Brock leaving a piece of the symbiote behind in Spider-Man No Way Home. It seems like it would be such a failure of opportunity to not have Tom Holland take on the symbiote and us get another version of Spider-Man 3 from the Tobey Maguire days, but done right. And we have another opportunity to see that spider bully from Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man 3. We got the CGC 9.0 selling for $225, 4% above average. The 9.2 is up 7%. The 9.4 is up 71%. The 9.6 is up 11%. And the 9.8 sold for $17.50, 13% above its average. 
And check this out. The last GPA sale for a 9.8, post the numbers being sourced for this list, clocked in a $2,000 sale at a CGC 9.8, and it doesn't stop there. We have a 9.8 newsstand that sold for $2,300. I think there's potential on the newsstand at a 9.8 for this book, and that's an increase of 8% when you compare it to the recent 12 months. And what's interesting about the upcoming Spider-Man 2 game is that we're going to see Peter Parker dealing with the symbiote, but we're going to be seeing Miles around as well and how will that play into the future of miles morales yeah typically peter's dealing with this problem by himself seldomly do we see an alt take on a story we all know that would eventually lead to the creation of venom hit the like slap the subscribe button join me in dallas and as always geek responsibly stay minty fresh enjoy my giveaway Enough. Said, Ooh. oh my gosh, Eris Quinones, my brother, how are you doing? Doing good, man. You're in my neck of the woods, Dallas. Fan Expo, let's get it. What not tomorrow, well, today, all weekend, all actually. Weekend. We have other videos for you to check out, but more importantly, join us over on What Not. Eris has just officially joined up. First stream today, bro. Today. Link in the description for both of our What Not pages, and we'll be streaming all weekend long. Come by and see us, and fun. we'll see you soon. Let's go. Peace.